Welcome to our Making History Parenting Podcast, part of our Rolling Hills Podcast Network, which includes great podcasts like our Men's Leadership Network, As You Go for Women, and our Sermon Series Podcast. Our Making History Podcast is designed to help parents navigate various stages in your parenting. Most of all, we want to help make God's story come alive in the hearts of your kids. My name is Jennifer Akers, and with me is co-host Chase Baker. Hey, hey. So we are continuing our fatherhood mini-series, and I've loved the ideas that have been shared in the last episode. Mm -hmm. If you uh, haven't had a chance, go back and listen to it. It's really good content. And today we are having our second episode. So without further ado, we're going to jump right into today's podcast and listen to what these guys have to say. Let's do it. All right, awesome. So right now is our second of our mini-series, second episode of our mini-series on fatherhood. We have a couple of guys that are campus pastors. One is a campus pastor in Nashville location. That's Nick Allen and yeah. campus pastor in Nolensville location, Jason Hell. So excited these guys are on our podcast today. So thank you guys for being here. And it's really Absolutely. just really, really quick um, mini-series. We have these short tips, encouragement, words of advice for our dads out there. So we're just going to jump in. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Okay, okay cool. Yeah. All right, so first question. So keep it short. No, keep ser- it, no keep sermons it. is what I just heard, right? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I know. I know. So first question is, what types of things do you feel like dads struggle with when it comes to parenting? If you wanted to keep this short, you should have said, what types of things do dads not struggle with? That would give you a lot of Because it's all the things. <laughs> it's yeah. true. I think one of the things that was on my mind when I saw the question was measurable. I think is, as men, so much of our life is measurable things, whether that's in maybe some of the people who are listening, it might be sales reports or mm-hmm. it might be certain metrics in our world. You know, we have things that we measure all the time. And I think with parenting, it's just different. I think that's a struggle for a lot of guys because, I mean, your kids are getting older, mm-hmm. but you can see that over time, but you don't ever really know if like our, what we're doing, is it actually taking root? Is it really mattering? You know, those kinds of things. So I think that's a real struggle for a lot mm-hmm. of guys is it's the one part of our world that is a little bit harder to to measure measure Mm -hmm. and to put some kind of metrics around yeah that's really good that's a good one i think that there's a there's a whole concept of anticipation that goes along with that we talk about a lot of expectations in our work life and our personal lives about uh, goals that we set and expectations that we want to hit and measurables like jason said that we want to make um but anticipation is another word and so one of the things that we have to do as dads is to anticipate uh, be aware of the things that are going on around us anticipate the problems mm-hmm. and the pitfalls and the challenges that we could face so that we're not shocked by them so that we're not reacting towards them but we're already prepared for them mm-hmm. i think is part of one of the biggest challenges that i face as a dad and i think it happens more in the transitional phases of life than any other. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a daughter going into high school next year. Yeah, yeah. And so I'm thinking, well, what what are the possibilities of the things that she could face next year that are different than the things that she's done before? And what am I doing to prepare her for that? And mm-hmm. so expectation is definitely a big deal, how we measure success along the way, but just anticipating the problems and challenges that we could face and the things that we need to be prepared for. Yeah. That's so good. if we're looking ahead down the line and you're looking back on the time that you spent really raising your kiddos, Jason, you have two, Nick, you've got three amazing kids. 
How are you finding ways to connect with them? What are some quick tips that you would give to our listeners of these are some things that we do as a family or these are things that you do as dads with your individual kiddos to connect with them, to make memories, and to help them feel seen and heard? Mm-hmm. You know, one of the ways, <laughs> this, this is not going to be a fun one, so don't like get all excited about, oh, what's he going to say this one? <laughs> connect with your kids over the responsibilities that they have mm-hmm. um, and, and the responsibilities that you share together. Um, I, I know that this is a podcast on fatherhood, but I can highlight something that my wife does. She she connects with one of our daughters on gardening, and they garden together. Yeah. Um, it's But that's a responsibility that we have in our home, um, whether it's pet management or lawn care or just daily household chores. We connect a lot with our kids on the responsibilities that they bear. Um, and so when that's we give good. them assignments to even you know serve at church on Sunday or to do something in our community or to the older girls serving their younger brother or leading their younger brother in some way, we connect with them on responsibilities. So just shared responsibilities. We, we don't do a lot of that as a society anymore. I remember having a list of chores growing up. And there were check marks that you had to do. And it wasn't just because you were being given some kind of incentive to do it, but it was shared responsibility for the household. Um, and I think dads, a lot of times, we want to do the fun stuff. We want to coach the sports. We want to play the games. We want to mm-hmm. get on the video console or do something cool, watch no, the family good. show. But we neglect the idea of connecting with them on the responsibilities. And they, they want to accomplish and do big things. And so... Mm-hmm. Connecting with them that way is a really good way to make sure that you're that's, maintaining that's the good. home. Because, yeah. because on other um, podcasts we did, of course, this is a part of it. You connect with them on things that they like, they enjoy doing too. Right. But haven't considered that with uh, connecting with them on the responsibilities that they have around the house. It's really good. Mm-hmm. I think adventure is good. I mean, I think that's obviously a, a given is finding things that are adventurous, that stretch them, and that maybe something that's new that they've never done. One of the things that we're dealing with right now, and this is very much real life, it's just a constant conversation, including last night at our house, is how much our kids, and we have, as Jennifer said, a, we have a seven-year-old and a three-year-old, and they need individual time. Mm-hmm. And I think that's one of the things that I'm really realizing. Like our daughter just came off of a baking camp last week, which I was kind of thought that's really fun and I want to <laughs> yeah, go to yeah. I want to go to cooking camp I do too uh, um, but I'll she judge. came home having made all these things and <laughs> but every day at the end of the day it was a battle because she was really kind of sad at night and I would ask her like why are you sad and she's like well I had so much fun at baking camp but what she realized is that her little brother JD was home all day oh, with yeah. mom oh, and so yeah. she was feeling two of mm-hmm. these things and I said well do you want to go to your camp tomorrow yes because I love it but I don't want JD to be here all day yeah. without me. And you, yeah, you yeah. kind of laugh, and but I realize that's her world. And what I heard in that was they want individual time mm-hmm. with us, you know, as their parents. And so I think that's one of the things is that I try to, and I certainly don't do this as as well as I could, but I try to be really sensitive to that of like finding time, you know, in the course of a month, especially to say, okay, I want to do something with him. And something with That's her, good. you know, because I think they yeah. need that desperately. Yeah, yeah, we we have heard this before. Um, is it um, volume speaks value, and so is just equal amount of times and that you invest with one another. I think that's really good. Did do you watch the Great British Bake Off too? Does Does Evie June? I love she it. in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I Mary have Barry. seen it, but we have yeah. I, you both but have bakers. Now. The only we thing both have bakers, better than yeah. talking about baking or watching baking is when people have British accents and they're doing it. Yeah, that's the best. Ten times better. It's the best. All right. So, lastly, what encouragement would you give to our dads out there? What advice um, or just words of wisdom that you would give to them? Um, let them hear from you for a I second. Think, um, I think just to know that, like, we see it. We see the investment that you mm-hmm. make, and as a pastor, I see the 
uh, and not so much in kids, but I see it with adults. Um, you know, I'm sometimes sit across the table from someone who has a father wound and mm-hmm. you can just sense it. I mean, and, and I'm at a point where I've met so many people now, which I never would lead out with this, but sometimes I'll be in a conversation with someone and I'll almost start hearing things and I'll start thinking to myself, I bet they had a dad that was uninvolved that didn't really tell them that he loved them and didn't wasn't really present for things and you see it manifests itself in adulthood and so i think just for those guys that are raising their kids right now just know that you are seen and that that matters and that um, that it's it's really making mm. a huge difference and um, and so even if you can't measure it right now just keep doing the right thing over and over and over and over again day after day and trust that God will take those deposits and use them in ways that you can't see right now mm-hmm. to set your kids on That's the trajectory awesome. that he has for them yeah I was um, thinking through that and I, I think through all the relationships that I have in life um, any anybody can call me Nick Allen or can call me Nick or can Nick. My mother calls me Nicholas. Nicholas. Uh, <laughs> uh, you guys, the people in the church, especially kids, you know, through the life of my ministry here have called me Pastor Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's only three humans on the planet that can call me dad. Um, mm-hmm. And um, will only ever be three human at this point, only ever be three human beings on the planet that could ever call me dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that title matters, you know, regardless of what kind of role you play in the rest of the world for, you know, CEOs of corporations, doctors for hundreds of thousand patients, regardless of what role you play in any other avenue of your life, um, whatever children call you dad, you're the only one they have. Mm. Um, and that's the only relationship that you have that's that way. And it's the one that God chose um, as the best picture of our relationship with him. Um, and so the first piece of advice is just that that relationship is so important. Um, and I think we know that if you're listening to this, you know that, you know that it's valuable. Um, and I would say it's never too late to get that relationship on the right track. Mm-hmm. Um, you look at stories in Scripture of reconciliation and uh, redemption, and you realize that no matter where you are and no matter what you've done with that relationship, with that title, Dad, before, um, it's never too late um, to start fresh. Tomorrow is a new day, and so jump back on it um, and, and figure out what that role looks like in the life of your family because it's the most important one you have. It's mm-hmm. good. Tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow's a new day. Love it. Well, thank you guys so much. This is so powerful. We're oh, so thankful you for, for you guys. We're thankful thank you. that you are shepherding flocks as campus pastors and that you are also incredible dads to your kiddos. And we're just so thankful for the example that you set. So thanks for being here today. Thank, thank you, guys. You.